Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Jimmy Tingle Show. We have been off the air. We have been off the interwebs for three months. We were gone in January, February, and March, and we're back this week with a very special guest. We had we really needed a rest, and we took some time off to reevaluate the show, and we are back primarily focusing on nonprofits and how we can raise the profile of nonprofits and people who are doing really important work around the state of Massachusetts and the country. Today's guest, folks, I'm so excited to meet him. His name is Monty Belmonte, and he is the backbone of Western Massachusetts media, ladies and gentlemen. He is, <laughs> I don't know about that. He is such a character. First of all, he is the board president of the Shea Theater, where I'll be performing on April 1st, April Fool's Night, with uh, Congressman Jim McGovern will be there, and it is uh, a fundraiser for the Franklin County Community Meals Program. It's a great organization out there in Western Mass. People don't think of Western Mass as having hunger issues, or maybe if you live there, you do, but most people don't think of Massachusetts in general or New England as having hunger issues, but we do. And Western Mass is particularly hard hit. So the Franklin County Community Meals Program will be doing some great work and we'll be raising spirits funds and awareness for that organization. Monty is the chair. He is the board president of the beautiful, newly restored, fabulous, Shea Theater in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts. We'd love you to come out and visit us for that night. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll be performing my one-person show, and we'll have special guests and speakers, etc. Monty is also the new host at New England Media. Monty, tell us about your new show at New England Public Media. It's called The Fabulous 413, obviously for the 413 area code. He's also the founder of Monty's March. Every year, they for the last... 12 or 13 years, they have been marched 43 miles in Western Mass, and Congressman Jim McGovern takes time out of his impressive schedule in Washington, D.C. to walk for hunger in Western Massachusetts. Without further ado, please welcome Monty Belmonte. Thank you so much, Jimmy. I've been a fan for a long time, so this is really an honor. I I question whether I'm the right first guest to have after you took a three-month hiatus, so, uh, but I appreciate it. You absolutely <laughs> are. I couldn't think of a better way to start off everything uh, moving into the rest of 2023. So tell us, first of all, Monty, about your radio show. You're focusing on Western Mass. On yeah. What is so special about the 413 area code? Well, I grew up in the Boston area. My my dad is from Rosendale and my mom is from Dedham. So I grew up with the same accent as you. And so when I hear it, I feel like I'm listening to family. But it sort of fell off when uh, I moved out to Western Mass 20 years ago, following my now wife, who was going to get her master's at UMass. Yeah. And I kind of had the whole perspective that many people in the Boston area do, which is like Western Mass, like there be dragons. Like I won't go past Worcester. Right. But uh but we moved out here and we fell in love. And, you know, the first year, like living on Main Street in Amherst across from Emily Dickinson's house and going through downtown Northampton and all the great shops and restaurants, and concert venues, we really fell in love. And then we uh, we had kids out here and we're like, why? We don't want to move back to to Strip Mall USA in the 495 Beltway where we grew up. We're going to we're going to stay out here. And uh, I got to meet so many interesting and smart people. And uh, I was a, a music DJ at a radio station north of Boston. And when we moved out here, put in a tape for a station in Northampton called 93.9 The River, WRSI. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, fancy Boston kid uh, from Boston Radio. We should hire him in, in this small radio station. And uh, that was 20 years ago. When when I started at that gig, the morning show host there was uh, Rachel Maddow. Oh, wow. Who, 
who's gone on to relative obscurity. I'm not sure what she does now. <laughs> uh, but then a few years later, I took over as the morning show host and was the morning show host there for 17 years until this past December, where uh, I had an opportunity to jump from commercial radio, albeit a very like community focused commercial radio station to public radio here at New England Public Media. And I'm doing a lot of the same exact things I was doing on the on 93.9 The River, just without songs in between talking to uh, astronomers and astronauts and dictionary editors and Congressman Jim McGovern and wine snobs and comedians. Mm -hmm. You'll be on my show uh, uh, coming up. Yep. Well, that's great. And so you're enjoying it. Yeah. I've been telling everybody I, I want to be the uh, Mr. Rogers for grownups for Western Mass, where I, oh, right. you know, a lot of make believe, a little bit of music, but not so much me. And then like taking you into a factory in Springfield where uh, tortillas are getting made out of corn right up the street in Hadley. So, yeah, that's cool. kind of that's the vision of the whole thing. That's excellent. Focusing on the, the local community of Western Mass. And as I was saying in the introduction, when people think of Western Mass, most people don't think about hunger, but you've yeah. been intimately involved in the hunger issue out there. Tell us about that and tell us about Monty's March. Yeah. So, I mean, the organization that we're going to be raising money for at the Shea when you're coming out, uh, Jimmy, is the Franklin County Community Meals Program. Franklin County is the poorest county in all of Massachusetts. Mm. It's very rural. And uh, there's this interesting parallel between uh, poverty in rural communities and, and hunger issues in rural communities as well as in very urban communities like I'm in right now, Springfield. And uh, years ago, I was doing a kind of crazy fundraiser for a local cancer organization where I camped out in the cold in the middle of downtown Northampton, like in the, in the middle of uh, the beginning of March in a tent on, in the snow. And I said, I'm not going to leave this tent until we raise $10,000 for the Cancer Connection. That, wow. that fundraiser grew into this weird, culty, strange phenomenon. And uh, I, we were also doing a fundraiser for the Food Bank of Western Mass around Thanksgiving. And it was a pretty traditional radio uh, can drive where we'd sit outside of Whole Foods or whatever with a shopping cart and people would drop cans off. And uh, when I got to know the executive director of the food bank, he said, you know, we can actually make a dollar go a lot farther than a can of lima beans. Like you're going to spend two bucks on a can of lima beans. We can buy a whole pallet of dented lima beans from the shipping agency for two bucks. Wow. Would you ever consider doing a fundraiser as opposed to a food drive? And so we brainstormed and said, well, if it's going to be something, it's got to be something weird because that's just kind of how I am. And the, the, the people in that little meeting said, what if you took a shopping cart and pushed it uh, to door to door to all the businesses in downtown Northampton and asked for money for the food bank? And I said, what if I took a shopping cart and pushed it from Northampton 26 miles to Greenfield, Massachusetts? And that was the light bulb moment. Wow. So we, we tried to raise $10,000 that year and did, and we were thrilled. And, you know, technologically, it was a nightmare to try to broadcast from a shopping cart. Not to mention the fact if you pushed a shopping cart, like even in a parking lot, it rattles like nobody's business. So we got kids from the, the tech school in the area, Smith Vocational School, and one of their teachers there, Mr. Brooks, they hot rotted the whole shopping cart out. So it's got this metal surround and blue flames <laughs> and like pneumatic wheels. So it doesn't vibrate as much and LED lights. It's great. but there was a redistricting after the census in 2010, yep. and we inherited Congressman Jim McGovern in the area. And his aide, who is now my state rep, by the way, came into the office and said, Congressman McGovern is really concerned about food security issues. He'd love to join you on the march. And I was like, politician? Sure he would. And sure enough, a uh, couple months before the march began, uh, she reached out again and said, he's serious. He wants to do the whole 26 miles. And so that was 
I think uh, it must have been 10 years ago now because of the redistricting. And he has joined me every time on that march, all 26 miles since. But about six years ago, it was made clear to me that um, a lot, apart from just the rural hunger issues, the uh, urban hunger issues were very pronounced. And just 20 minutes down the road from Northampton, divided by what we call the tofu curtain, okay. the Holyoke Range, <laughs> where you've got this very urban and diverse community. And then you pass the Holyoke Range and now you're in Hippieville, happy, pot smoking, Smith College, Amherst College, very wealthy community. Not that there's not hunger issues there too. Right. But it was clear that we weren't connecting with Springfield in a way that we should have. So I said, we really got to start this thing, Springfield, and do an extra 17 miles. Congressman, it's not even your district. <laughs> don't have to come. And sure enough, he's come every single time, the whole 43 miles, much to his wife's dismay. <laughs> much to his credit, though, he is oh, yeah. completely uh, committed to social justice issues, hunger, housing, etc. He's a wonderful, wonderful man, wonderful congressman. And he'll be there on April 1st at the Shea Theater in Turner's Falls. I think he's going to introduce the show and kick yeah. it off and put the whole purpose of the show in perspective. With the he's got five minutes of stand-up, too, if you want it. Yeah, he can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you can? No, him. Oh, okay. <laughs> he can, too. He, he actually endorsed me when I ran for office. He's, yeah. I just love the man. And he's doing it on the national level as well. He's working in Washington, D.C. Biden yeah. stepped up and gave mm -hmm. a lot of money, and they're making it. They're trying to end hunger in the United States of America, which is uh, obviously a, a great thing. But you would not think that it would be that much of an issue in the United States of America. But unfortunately, it is. So, Monty, so tell me, you're the board president of the Shea Theater. How is the Shea Theater doing? I mean, and am I correct? It was a, it was a, it was abandoned or it was out of commission for a long time. And then you guys got it, got it back up and running. Well, it's got a storied history. It started as sort of like a, a vaudeville theater in the twenties. Then it became a movie house. And then uh, it went dark for a little while. And then in the seventies and eighties, a hippie commune took it over and used it as their like place of living in their church. <laughs> then, uh, then it was rehabbed in the 90s, and it's gone through a bunch of different incarnations of nonprofit boards who run it. And the last one uh, was didn't want to do it anymore back in about 2015. My kids, who are thespians, were part of a Shakespeare program at the theater, and it's a mile from my house. And I had all these entertainment connections because of the radio. And I said, mm -hmm. well, you know, if I were a minor league ball player and my kid's baseball coach quit, I should probably step up and coach the team. And that's kind of how I viewed it. So I helped. I got some great people together. I worked with the Northampton Center for the Arts and we formed a board and we've been running it since 2016. And, I, you know, went through some really hard times, like every live performance venue uh, when the pandemic hit. But we've had some creative workarounds. We've had some assistance from Congressman Jim McGovern's office on the federal level, as well as uh, the state uh, level as well. And we're going to we're continuing to pull out of it. But things are looking great. Well, I tell you, folks listening to this, please, if you live anywhere near Western Mass, and even if you live in the Boston area, and you like to support a great theater for a great night of entertainment, if I do so, say so myself, you can meet Monty, you can meet uh, Congressman Jim McGovern, and you can meet the folks from the Franklin County uh, Community Meals Program. Now, Monty, tell me about your affiliation with them and the work that they're doing also. Yeah. So what, the way the food bank works, and a lot of people um, have a hard time understanding this, but the food bank, just like the food bank of, of Greater Boston, is it's mothership hunger, I call it. So they have the purchasing power. 
the capacity to store food. They have a lot of educational resources and they have trucks that they can send out into the over 200 agencies that they work with in the four counties of Western Mass, one of which is the Franklin County Community Meals Program. So if you wanted like a panacea to try to help fight hunger for the four counties of Western Mass, the food bank is where it's at. But all the individual food banks and pantries also need your support to keep the lights on. They've all got these great programs, the Amherst Survival Center, the Northampton Survival Center, and places like Franklin County Community Meals Program. So I've done a few fundraisers with them, you know, at different like restaurants where right. I'm the auctioneer and things. But yeah, they are one of the um, the major uh, frontline food service providers in Franklin County. So nobody's actually getting food as an individual from the food bank. If people in Franklin County need food, the Franklin County Community Meals Program is one of the main places that they're going to be able to get that food, be it groceries, be it hot meals, that kind of thing. Great. And the proceeds from the show will be going to the uh, Franklin County Community Meals Program. And you can get tickets at sheatheater.org. That's theater, E-R, not R-E. Yeah, the non-pretentious way. Right. sheatheater.org. Or you can get tickets at my website, jimmytingle.com. Would love to see you out there. It's only twenty one dollars for nice. uh, for in advance, so get them in advance, folks. It's twenty eight dollars the day of the show, and I know my people are bargain hunters. So you want to get your ticket <laughs> in advance, and it's only it's April Fool's night, so it's going to be a lot of fun Saturday night, Turner's Falls, Massachusetts, and there's plenty of parking there, isn't there? Um, there is, yeah. Monty? It's a great it's a great little community too. So come a little bit early and uh, check out some of the little restaurants and quirky shops. We've got this gorgeous waterfall. Uh, on the Connecticut River, you go Route Two the whole way from Boston. It's a gorgeous drive. Oh, it's Route Two all the way. Yeah, I like to tell people that um, I used grew up like inside the 495 yeah. Beltway. Take 495 North to uh, Route Two West, and then take a left at your first set of lights, and you're in Turner's Falls. <laughs> it, it's two hours until you get to that first set of lights, but that's the case. <laughs> two hours without a light. All right, my people yeah. will love that. Yeah, it, it's traffic. a drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, how's the public transportation situation out there? I know it's traditionally been non-existent or or sparse, right? Yeah. Is that, is that going to improve, do you think, uh, with this infrastructure bill, uh, McGovern working on this stuff? Yeah. And um, I think with the fair share amendment in the Massachusetts Constitution, too, the, our state delegation out here is really... Uh, advocating hard for better public transit. We have the Pioneer Valley Transit Authority, the PVTA, which is a series of bus buses, and they do the best they can with what resources they have, but right. it really, it, it fails to connect all the dots. So there's a regional transit authority in Franklin County, but there's no service on the weekend. So imagine trying to make ends meet without a car right. and have no bus service on the weekend. So our state rep, the same one who uh, introduced me to McGovern all those years ago, Natalie Blay, has been really uh, pushing hard to try to get uh, more resources for the Franklin County Regional Transit Authority and then connect it with the PVTA so that you can go from Turner's Falls to Springfield um, a little bit easier. Plus, we're, we're uh, the Healy administration and some federal money uh, going for the what we call West East Rail trains that would run from West Springfield East. to Boston or from <laughs> Pittsfield to Boston. You can't call it East West Rail out here. Right. No, you can't. You can't. Tell me, Monty, in your since you've moved out there and you're living there and you're now you're doing the radio show specifically around the community, is there still the sense of like the redheaded stepchild, like Western Mass not getting it to do? Yes. Everything revolves around Boston and we kind of forget about Western Mass. Is that still the, the cultural sensibility there? 
Absolutely. I mean, I know there are some people that either want to secede from Massachusetts and join <laughs> Vermont or just go to the Quabbin Reservoir and pee in it because we know that's Boston's drinking water. <laughs> I, I, who grew up in the Boston area, have a little more kindly feeling towards the, yeah. the Commonwealth as a whole. Uh, but yeah, we are trying to make Mass whole, uniting Boston <laughs> and Western Mass. And, uh, you know, we're trying to get the governor on on a monthly basis so that she can hear from our listeners yeah. uh, about the issues that that concern Western Mass. She's already been out here a couple of times in just the short time she's been governor. So that's a good sign. We had the lieutenant governor on as well. Um, but, yes, it definitely we're concerned a lot of the times that the lion's share of the money, even with the fair share amendment, is going to go towards Boston and that Western Mass will be left behind. Right. And who is your senator? State we, senator. My state senator in Turner's Falls in a large swath of the area is Joe Comerford, who okay. comes from a nonprofit organizing background. She ran, uh, she used to be a, a big wig at the Food Bank of Western Mass, actually, okay. and uh, worked with the National Priorities Project, which budget crunches about how much money we in the federal government spend, especially on military expenditures and on not on other things. And so she's got kind of the nonprofit heart. She's been a dynamo in uh, the few years that she's been there representing uh, us as a senator on Beacon Hill. Right. We have very committed public servants here in the yeah. state. We're very lucky. Uh, we were lucky with the Baker administration. We're lucky with the Healy administration. I just hope they can do Western Mass justice because there's obviously a lot of people out there. There's a ton of talent. People like yourself, Monty, who have gravitated from Roslindale, from the Orange Line, <laughs> from the Orange Line of Roslindale, to the uh, to the Mohawk Trail there of Western go. Massachusetts. We're going to have so much fun on April 1st, April Fool's Night, the Shea Theater, sheatheater.org. You can get tickets of only $21. You can get tickets at my website, jimmytingle.com. You can listen to Monty. How do they find you, Monty, on the radio uh, weekdays? Well, if you're in Western Mass, you can listen to us on New England Public Media at 88.5, live between 3 and 4. And then we're on again on the what they call the NEPM News Network, again at 7. Or you can stream us live at NEPM.org. Great. Fabulous Mon 413 is the name of the show. Fabulous. For, the Fabulous 413. And Monty's March will be when in 2023. If anybody wants to get their walking shoes on and walk yeah, the hunger start in training. Mass, when is it? It is. Uh, Thanksgiving week every year. It's right. the Monday and Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. It used to be a little bit earlier in November until Congressman McGovern called me one summer and said, I got to take Nancy Pelosi to China to advocate for the Tibetan people. <laughs> Think we can move the match to Thanksgiving week because we all have that week off. And I said, <laughs> done. And it's been that way ever since. Great. Well, Monty, great to, great to meet you. Yeah, and great to meet you. I look forward to seeing you in person on April 1st. And thank you. Thank for all the work you're doing on behalf of hunger. Thank you. Congressman McGovern for coming and New England Media for hiring you for your, your awesome show, The Fabulous 413. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening to us today. You can find out more about Monty in the show notes today. You can find out more about the Walk for Hunger, uh, excuse me, Monty's March, and you can find out more about his show and uh, the Franklin County Community Food Meals Program all in the show notes today. Thanks so much, everybody. It has been fun being back with you. I look forward to doing this podcast every week. We want to have interesting guests like the one, the only Monty Belmonte. Thank you, Monty. My pleasure. Thank you.